Hey babe, welcome to the She Factor Podcast, a space where we believe empowered women empower women. We're here to inspire, encourage, and equip you to live your best life and find your purpose. Join me every week as we dish out real life tips and tricks on all things juicy, inspiring, and educational, but of course, never boring. I'm Tori Ganahl, a millennial woman on my own journey to She, and your host of the She Factor Podcast. Grab your favorite cocktail or Starbucks drink and settle in for real, raw, and hilarious conversations as we dive into what makes us as women unstoppable. Okay, ladies, we are on fashion episode number two. And if you take one thing away from this whole month's theme of fashion, I want you to take away that confidence is literally everything. And fashion is the ultimate way to show that confidence to the world, show the world what your goals are, and show the world where you're going and who you are as a person. And if you're confident in yourself, who you are, your journey, and your life, competition is literally eliminated in nearly every way. Unless, of course, you're super competitive and pushing for the leaderboard on your COVID purchase of a Peloton. But that's irrelevant for now. So if you're confident in who you are, there's no need to compete with anyone around you in the pursuit of your life, a life that you love. The beauty is that this is your life, your style, your jam, your everything. And there's more than enough room for all of us girls to succeed and end up on top. So we're going to dive into this today with our guests, Brianna and Brittany. I'm so excited to introduce you guys to them. I actually haven't gotten the chance to meet them, although we've communicated over email for nearly months. But If you've joined our most recent virtual events, or if you've received our faith box, you got some goodies from them, and you can look out for some more awesome goodies from these ladies in the flame box going out soon. COVID is definitely killing us in our shipping game, but I promise they're going out soon with even more surprises than you are expecting. But you've probably heard of Box Boutique or seen them as one of our sponsors for any of these events. It's a super adorable clothing line started by the sister duo from Grand Rapids, Michigan, joining us today on the podcast. So we're going to talk about fashion, starting their boutique, what it's like to work together as sisters, and of course, their new business venture, Girl Support Girls. Welcome to the She Factor podcast, Brianna and Brittany. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. So to start, how old are you both and what's the age difference between you guys? So I am the oldest out of the two. I'm Brianna and I will be 29 soon. Um, And we are three years apart. And then, and I am Brittany and I'm the youngest out of us two sisters and I am 25 going on 26. So do you guys have other siblings as well as, or just you two? Just us two. (laughs) I love it. So I guess to start off, I wanted to ask each of you individually what does fashion mean to you? Because I know this has kind of been a long time dream of your guys's to start a boutique. So I guess each of you want to answer individually, what does fashion mean to you? Sure. Um, so fashion means to me, it's kind of just like a representation of your personality, it shows off your style and um, we all have different styles. And I just think it's just a fun way to show off, you know, if you're outgoing, you wear more bright colors and stuff like that. If you're more kind of like to yourself, I guess you more wear like, you know, color colors. And it's just so fun to style, you know, yourself up in any different type of outfits, um, whether you're going out. And there's just so many fun things that you can do with fashion. Yeah. And uh, for me, I guess to kind of bounce off of that, it's actually a really good question. But I guess, yeah, an expression of your personality. But for me, I just 
I love more of it shows, yeah, like shows who you are, but I just love the people aspect of it and making them feel confident in who they are with what they're wearing because everybody struggles. I mean, you can be the smallest person in the world and you still struggle with things about your body. And I wanted people to always be confident. So that's kind of what fashion, I guess, more means to me is just being who you are and letting that come out. Love that answer. Both those answers are so awesome. I always love hearing what fashion means to other people. Of course, all the spheres are important, but fashion just has such a different meaning to so many people. So I love that you guys have conflicting answers. It just goes to show how diverse fashion can be. So let's go ahead and dive into it. When you guys were little girls, you dreamed of starting your own boutique. I think we can all look back in our childhood and think back to what we wanted to be when we grew up. You know, for me, it was a movie star or a singer. For some people, it was a doctor or an athlete, whatever it might be. But you guys actually turned your dream into reality, which I love. So how did you make your childhood dream actually happen? Yeah, so when we were little girls, obviously, we were playing with Barbies all the time. We were dressing them up in a million different outfits more than we actually played with them. And we'd always have kind of our own little shop and whatnot. We always thought it would be fun to sometimes do that in life. And, you know, obviously everyone thinks when they're growing up, they need to get like a big girl job. That's how we were raised. And she already graduated, I think at that point from Calvin. And then I was going to school to become a dental hygienist. And I just felt like I was losing interest and God was kind of speaking to me differently um, with what I wanted to do. So I kind of actually started this whole boutique, just starting by making jewelry. And it kind of took off from there. And then we were, before we knew it, later on that year, we were in like 25 stores across Michigan. And then we were doing wood signs. We were doing a lot of markets. And then that's kind of when she started joining the whole thing. And then, want to say the rest of the story? <laughs> yeah. So um, after we did a lot of markets and just kind of obviously building up community of people to like follow us and then like income, we all knew that we wanted to obviously go into having clothing, but we obviously needed the income to pay for the clothing. So it's kind of like our little journey to get there. And then Brittany unexpectedly got pregnant and we were living together at the time and I hadn't even met my now husband. And so we kind of tenantly kind of thought about like, oh, maybe we should, you know, have a boutique maybe, you know, and change it into more of a clothing thing. But then it kind of put off because obviously she then she found out she was pregnant. Um, and then a couple of months shortly, I met my now husband and we got married in nine months of knowing each other. And then I got pregnant on our honeymoon. Wow. So then that yeah. point we decided there was never a good time to start the clothing journey. Yeah. So we just went for it. Actually, we yeah. just were like, you know what, we're going to go and have clothes and the husbands are just going to have to be okay with it. <laughs> and <laughs> there we did. We, just, yeah. we went and got the clothes. We had it all shipped to us. And then, um, Brittany kind of obviously started designing our website, which took a really long time to obviously do because we had never done anything like that before. And she was amazing at it. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so we made the website and then one day launched it and then just kind of did the markets and everything too. That's so amazing. To do all of this in the midst of a huge part of your life, like in your 20s, getting married, having kids. So what was that transitional period like for you guys? Uh, I guess the word I could say would be chaotic. <laughs> um, it was very, very chaotic. We had a lot of, me personally, had a lot of life experiences happening um, in the midst of all of it. So that kind of was hurting it. But at the same time, I feel like all the problems that we were dealing with, whether it just be trying to figure out the website or just personal life, it all kind of motivated us to even just work harder at our dream. And it kind of actually was, for me, an escape from all that stuff. So it really just kind of made me get more motivated about it, I guess, even though it was very chaotic the whole time. But 
Yes. <laughs> Looking back, I'm so glad that we did do it and decided to do it and uh, kept just being at it every day and being consistent with it. What was the original mission behind it? Like, I know you said it was jewelry, but what did you want to pursue and what was the purpose of starting boutique and the feelings that you wanted to ensue in women by starting it? Well, like I said, I mean, I had worked in retail for a long time. So when we started the jewelry, like I said, we always knew that we were going to do the clothing part. And so the clothing part, I guess for us is just, we want women to feel empowered and confident with themselves and truly be themselves. And so when, you know, we obviously pick out a lot of the clothing, but we even have different styles within ourselves. Like she's more of a casual cue and I'm more of the dressy one, but it obviously helps our boutique because we have two different styles, but for women, I mean, we want all women to feel beautiful no matter who they are and what journey they're on. And we just want to be able to relate to them. Like we obviously have a lot of different, we're sisters, but we still have a lot of different personal experiences that we've gone through. And we just love being able to share that story with other people and make them feel like they have somebody that they can come to. It's not even just about the clothes or just about the jewelry or just about anything. It's even just honestly having a relationship with them. Yeah. And then also having this be an outlet for where we can share our passion for faith and our passion for fashion together. Um, I think that's kind of our biggest thing. You know, we, we are huge believers in Christ and stuff like that. So we just want this to be a rep- representation of that, I guess. So that's kind of another aspect of it too. Were you guys always this close? How has your relationship really evolved in starting the company? I definitely say that we've always been very, very close. Our family is like probably the most close of a family you can possibly get. Um, We were kind of raised where our grandparents kind of were always sick. So we would spend tons of holidays and birthdays in the hospitals. Um, We were there literally every day. Me and Brianna both were up there at the hospital with my grandma when she was passing away. And we'd stay up there for a month straight every night. So our family is very, very close. And me and Brianna, obviously, we've always had each other, I guess, to fall back on because we never really hung out with friends a lot just because we were always trying to take care of our grandparents and stuff like that. So we definitely have a different kind of bond, I guess. Yeah. So for our business, like we said, we're, we were in the same family always together, but we have also our own life experiences. So I guess within our business, I mean, I definitely, we have each have our own strengths and weaknesses. I'm definitely more of like the people person. I love meeting people, connecting with them. Not that Brittany's not a people person. She is. But she loves more of like the background, like the website stuff and putting everything together. And she's definitely the more dreamer. And I'm more of the, okay, realistic one. Like, all right, let's pace ourselves for everything that we do. Let's not all jump right into it. Even though she has awesome and amazing ideas. And I'm like, I want to do all of them. Um, I'm like, we need to pace ourselves to get there. And then obviously you just, within the clothing part, we have two different styles. But yeah, with like, you know, it's always so awesome though, having a business together and we're both moms to young children. Like we're kind of going through all the journeys kind of through life and the chapters together. Um, So I definitely think like, I mean, any sisters have like their moments, but I would say we don't even really have our moments and we get over things pretty fast. And I mean, we definitely put our relationship first as sisters though before the business part of it. You guys are so much like my mom and I in in the sense of, She's so much like the dreamer also. And I'm very much like the realistic, okay, like who's actually going to do this? When is it going to get done? How is it going to get done? But also in the sense of, I think a relationship evolving from, you know, personal family relationship. And she's like my best friend. Like we have more of that relationship than we do like a mother daughter relationship. But 
I think you get to see a completely different side of each other that you didn't know existed. Seeing each other go after your dreams and follow your passion and doing that together brings you so much closer, I think. Have you guys experienced that? Oh, for sure. And just because like in the moments when I'm feeling down or she's feeling down, we are always like trying to lift each other up. Mm -hmm. So that also is a huge thing, I would say, just with our business in general. I feel like if we didn't have that, I mean, we probably would have thrown on the towel at this point, you know what I mean? Because I mean, it's hard at sometimes, you know, and especially with, you know, last year we did pretty much all markets. We did like over 30 markets last year and we really didn't focus online at all. Um, And then obviously with COVID and stuff, we really had to switch gears and at that point, we were just like, holy cow, how are we even going to do this and stuff? But together, we just got really creative and we just worked even harder again <laughs> um, to make it happen. So. so how long has the boutique been in existence at this point? Well, the name The Box Boutique, when we started the jewelry, that's been around since 2017. But our actual clothing, a year ago, this past March, we launched. So awesome. that's been in... What is that, 2019 then? Yes, 2019 is when we launched <laughs> it. This whole year has been a blur. No one knows. Yeah, so 2019 is when we launched the actual boutique part of it. Awesome. So tell me about the early days. I know for my mom and I, we had some super crazy, like I have the fondest memories, but also the craziest, most hilarious, like memorable moments from starting She Factor. So what were some of those moments for you both, some stories that stick out that you remember the most fond memories from starting out? Well, I guess with the boutique aspect, um, when we first launched actually our website, we didn't even know that it wasn't even working properly. Like the checkout section wasn't even working. And we didn't even know that until probably, I don't know, the second or third weekend. But we would see obviously that we're having viewers on our website, but we're like, okay, what the heck is going on? And we didn't even know that. Just starting off the bat, we're just like, oh my goodness, like we're just so blonde. Or sometimes if we would have like different codes that we'd use with our website, we didn't put it in right or whatever. So then we would have to almost like extend the discount or whatever it was. And that was just like such learning moments for us. But yeah, we just laughed at it, you know, because it's just crazy like where you start. And then even now we're still learning stuff every day. So that's a, a couple memories. And then even just with the craft shows and even when we were just doing the jewelry and we would like bring stuff to different places in Michigan, honestly, we went some crazy wild rides and you don't even know where we're ending up. I will never forget the one time that we went to this one store. Where the heck was it even? It was on the east side of the state. Somewhere is on the east side. And literally we it went down we went down one road and I'm not kidding you, it was like potholes but the whole road itself was like so bumpy and so messed up that they like I don't know how people even keep driving on that road but I'm not kidding like I thought my like tires were gonna like fall off or something and we were just laughing hysterically and we were on that road for like five miles I swear yeah and that was probably the most funniest moment I would say yeah um we're just always like, wow, what kind of wild goose chase are we on now? Okay. Yeah. We're like, oh, are we going to go get murdered at this next place? Because like, you could go down a road or you go in like, these back roads and you have no idea. And then all of a sudden you come across like this shop that we were going to go in. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I really just hope we don't get killed here. Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, there'd be some really random, random spots. Yeah. yeah. And then obviously then once we had the little ones, I mean, oh my we would bring them to some markets with us. Like nightmares. <laughs> And those are some pretty fun and funny moments, yeah. but very like stressful at the same time. Cause you're just like, you have a screaming child and you're also trying to bring people out and kind of communicate with them. And yeah, that was a hot mess too, but we did it yeah. and we'll tell them about it someday. 
And they'll remember it too. I mean, I was five when my mom started her first business and I have the best memories. Her first business was a doggy daycare boarding company. Actually, there's tons of them in Michigan. You guys might've heard of it. It's called Camp Bow Wow. Oh, Uh, yeah. Yeah. She started the actual company and then ended up franchising it. So we actually spent a lot of time in Michigan because when she was franchising it, we were traveling all, all over, all across the country. And I remember like being five years old, playing with the dogs in the play yard. I used to fill out fake applications and, um, you know, helping them clean. Like I was a pro dog poop cleaner by the time I was like seven. <laughs> but I, I have the best memories and your kids are going to be able to watch you be just such boss babes growing this business and doing that, which is such an amazing thing. Like I know that instilled so much in me that I'm so thankful for. And you don't even know that you're doing it, but you are, you know, That's awesome. yeah. it's so funny. It's so many memories come to my mind of starting She Factor too. Like we had some experience in San Antonio, like we went on a 25 city book tour when we started She Factor and we thought it was only going to be a book. Little did we know. And we had one experience where we ended up talking to this guy who he literally told us that he had like killed people. It was crazy. And then we ended up driving through Illinois. We were like, oh, Chicago to Springfield. That's like a suburb of Chicago, like no big deal. And then it was like a four hour drive later at like one and eight, one in the morning. We're like, this is not a short drive. <laughs> or know what situation you're going to throw yourself into. Yeah, it's crazy. Yep. <laughs> and you'll laugh at them even harder as the years go on. You know, like we, had, we actually ended up after like our first two stops on our book tour, we were like, we need to keep a list of all of these moments so that we can write another book about it because- there's so many stories to tell. And they're great though. You know what I mean? I think that that sometimes is what like shapes your business though too. Like all those different memories, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I love it. I love the stories and the challenges that they throw, but yeah, they make for great moments. So what actually goes into starting a boutique? The logistics, the back end, like you guys keep talking about going to different markets. I guess for anyone out there who's thinking about starting a boutique or just wants to know about the back end of it, what has gone into making the actual business? I would say making the actual business comes more or less of just being very consistent with it all. And I would also say keeping true to yourself and not really looking at what other people are doing um, and just staying focused on showing your personality off with your clothing, how you talk to your customers. And then also just um, a difference between all, like if you're starting an online boutique, if you're doing markets, if you're actually having a brick and mortar, it's all different. Um, So whatever avenue you decide to go down, you know, you got to make sure that you have everything kind of planned out. And worst case scenario like this now with COVID, you really got to have a backup plan. And I think, you know, with us, we really spent a lot of time planning in advance. We had money saved up type of thing. And we really spent time to make sure we didn't have any financial stress and we didn't ever spend more than we, you know what I mean? More than our means type of thing. Mm-hmm. That really helped a lot. And just planning for the future. And if we felt like, you know, Hey, online's weren't doing very well, then maybe we should do a little bit more markets to make up for that. Um, just being kind of flexible with it and asking help along the way if we needed help. What goes into like choosing the clothing and the jewelry and do you, do you guys design it or do you outsource it and get to shop for it? So the jewelry, um, obviously we hand make a lot of it. And then we went into like did the leather earrings. So those are ours. Then clothing wise, honestly, it was just 
a lot of research for one and picking honestly what is more of our styles and then going with them, connecting with those vendors and like, Hey, like we like your stuff. And then send us all, like we send all their information over to them. And then if they accept us then we obviously can sell their clothes, if they don't accept us. We can't, we can't sell their clothes. But yeah, just obviously staying true to who you are and what your style is, is honestly the key because there's things when we first started out, we were like, oh, like, you know, you kind of look at your neighbor and you're always comparing yourself to other people. And you're like, oh, those people seem to be selling that really well. Well, that's their style. So that's why they're selling it very well because they're not faking it. Where we tried some other things and they weren't our style and people could see that. They could tell that off of us. Rather, we could be so excited about it, but they could still tell that that wasn't us. Yeah. And now that like this year happened, and especially I feel like since March when COVID hit, we've really like honed in on what is our style and we're passionate about what we sell because that is who we are. Yeah. And I think that that is what people have now seen. And that's when they resonate really well with that. And so honestly, I feel like that's like the best. And that is the advice that we give everybody is don't just look at what the next person doing or even what we're doing because also your customers are completely different. You know, your customers are kind of who you are in a way because they like what you're, what you're wearing mm-hmm. or what your life story is. So they're going to support you because they can connect with you on a deeper level. And the next person is going to have a completely different story. They might've gone through different life experiences and they have a different personality and fresh in their clothes differently. So that's kind of what we've learned. And that's probably the biggest learning curve, honestly, sure. that we've really, that, I mean, we talk about it all the time. We're just like, you know what? We just need to stop looking at other people and just keep always focusing. And we have to remind ourselves of that constantly, even ourselves where we're at. Yeah. I think that's a constant in any business or venture or following your passion is not comparing yourself to others. I mean, even in our journey with She Factor, like I look back at, you know, the employees we brought on or the people that we consulted or um, we actually just pulled out, my mom was on a road trip to Missouri and she was looking at the original designs and the original materials that we used for She Factor. And we were like, what were we thinking? Like, it's so ugly yeah. and weird and not us at all. And like, had we just trusted our intuition from day one and not listened to what other people yep. kept saying about how we should do things or what we should do or who we should watch or who we should follow, then we probably would have gotten to where we are so much sooner. But it's all yep. about trusting your intuition and staying true to yourself. And I think especially in fashion, that's definitely something that stood out to me with your guys' boutique when I don't even remember how I found you. I <laughs> I think I like commented on one of your photos or found you just randomly on Instagram or vice versa, but I'm so glad it happened. But I think that definitely stood out to me was just how authentic you guys are. And there's so much integrity in your brand. And I feel like I know you guys already, even though this is the first time we've talked because you really do accentuate yourself through your brand. So I think you guys have done a great job with that. And I think that's the key to, to any any successful business, you do what you do best and you stay true to who you are and everything will follow, you know? Yeah. Like I know, especially for fashion and even for us with She Factor, you want to please everyone. And I think that's a a fault that even just most women have is you want to please everyone. You want to give everyone a piece of the pie. Like you want to make sure that everyone's happy. Like have you guys had moments where you did do something that didn't align and you had to take a step back and be like, this isn't us. Like we need to get back on track. Yeah, for sure. So obviously we're obviously just a small business and stuff. So typically when we order clothing, it comes from like small to large or sometimes small to extra large, but typically it's only small to large. And us being more of petite people, we're not trying to obviously have a demographic of small people, but 
for us when we tried getting actually curvy clothes, I think because people were resonating with us being kind of our size, I guess, that we didn't sell curvy collection very well. And I mean, we would get occasional requests for it, but we still just would never sell it very well. We didn't really have anybody to show that off, I guess. So that kind of hurt us in a way financially to try to support that group of people. Not saying that we never won't ever try it again, but for right now, like we found that, you know, getting the sizes that, you know, that work for us or whatever is best. So I think that's kind of what we learned with trying to please other people, I guess. And then we did try to have a little bit more of a different style of certain things. But then once again, people could definitely tell like, okay, they're not very excited about this, but they're not in love with it, or they don't really see us wearing it very often or whatever. So then I think people can pick up on that kind of vibe. So yeah. It's so funny. And you know, something that we've come to realize like at the very beginning we were shooting all of our own photos like we wanted original content like we didn't want anything else we didn't want to use stock images and you know we found some ways around it but we were doing like photo shoots and planning and you know even just being like a family business it was like me and my mom me and my cousin you know it's it's it tends to be all the same and then you're like okay everyone looks the same everyone's kind of the same body type we wanted to represent other women but it's hard to do when you're a small business and you're like okay we're just making do with what we have it's super tough (laughs) yeah it is we've had a couple different photo shoots with some of our other friends so we could show off different shapes and sizes like i mean my sister-in-law is 510 you know she's like a model like she's so tall and we're both very quite short. So, you know, I mean, we try to like show different like shapes and sizes. And obviously, like a lot of our friends are moms. We obviously resonate well with moms because we're moms. So we can kind of connect on that level. So we showed off more moms. But yeah, I mean, it is really hard to try to get for everybody. I mean, definitely, I think that eventually one day we will expand again and like try to once we have more of that community. Mm-hmm. But I with just being a small community right now, we don't have like the demand for it. So it's very hard because I mean, it's regardless, I mean, it's a huge percentage of your money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then not selling it, it's just staying there. Then eventually like when the season goes out, you have to like market way down and then you're really not making any money on it. And then you're just like pretty much paying for what you paid for it. And I mean, it just kind of becomes an vicious cycle because then you still have to pay for the shipping and all this stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So then you're really losing money. But recently between like the markets and like selling out of things more quickly, we've kind of just kind of taken our own pictures at this point, just because we sell out of it. And then by the time somebody could order it, we'd be like, Oh, sorry, the pictures aren't even up online yet. Yeah. (laughs) COVID it's like, you know, okay, let's put up a sheet and have a photo shoot. Like what else are you supposed to do? You know, (laughs) definitely seen a huge drastic change with just having our own pictures because then people obviously resonate with us better than just stock models or whatever. So that's definitely helped with our business as well. But yeah, I mean, it's just been, it's a know, lot of learning curves, it is. honestly. Yeah, and we're still learning. Yeah. Always learning. Yeah. That's yeah. the good thing about, I think, starting business in your 20s is you're already changing and evolving so much. You throw business into the mix, it kind of grows and evolves with you. Like it's a beautiful thing and a beautiful journey. And it's just a fun way to get to know yourself and get to know obviously the person you're working with and get to see this baby of yours. Obviously you guys have kids too, but it is kind of like another baby grow and evolve with you. Yeah, it really is. I definitely agree with you hundred percent on that because I mean, as much as we are changing constantly through these past few years, I mean, our business has definitely has grown a lot and stuff and we're very thankful for it and stuff and we're thankful for each other. So, so I want to talk a little bit more about girls supporting girls, but before I do, 
What are your goals with the boutique? Where do you see it going? What's the dream with it? And the next thing that you're going to do with it? I guess when we first, <laughs> like if we want to back up and when we first really thought about doing a boutique, obviously we did, it did cross our mind to do a brick and mortar. Um, however, with then having two little ones, we kind of steered away from that. And then with me working in retail, I know how much work it is. And I know the hours that you have to put in, and especially on the weekends. We don't really want to be like gone on the weekends because that's really our only time that we can be as a family and see our husbands too, because both of our husbands work a lot. So we obviously said we're not going to steer in that direction with COVID and everything that's going on. So it's kind of in the works to kind of have more of like a warehouse. It's almost finalized. It's not quite finalized yet. So that's why we don't want to say too much. So we're going to probably have a warehouse and then just maybe do, you know, it'll open like one day a week and then do like some um, pop-ups or something. We're going to have pop-ups, maybe do vendor markets type of thing. Um, Instead of having us always travel to the markets, we kind of want to have markets at our facility. So we're going to try to do that. And then obviously in naming just our company in general, the Box Boutique, we kind of wanted to obviously still have the vision of having it online, um, hence the Box part of it for boxing and nice little gifts. Um, so we're going to be launching subscription boxes actually come this fall time. So we're working on that right now. And we're going to actually have other small businesses join with us to kind of help grow their businesses as well and market and network with other people. That's great. So cool. I mean, yeah, the whole retail space is really tough, but that it sounds like you guys have a good direction on where you want to take it. And I'm super excited to follow it. So do you guys ship and are all the logistics out of your guys' house or what is happening right now? Yep. So everything is actually in my son's closet. Yeah. Everything is shipped out, packaged in my house. So every time we get a box of like inventory and stuff, it's literally spread everywhere with the kids, like playing the plastic bags. They all get packaged in those little bags of like little bean bag things. I don't know what they're called. Those things are everywhere. Half the time they're like chewing on those things. And so it's a nightmare because I actually, <laughs> it gets into all the doors. So I have to like blockade the door off. So every time I want to even get into the door to get to the clothes, to try it on, it's always a hassle. So, and just taking like try on pictures and videos and all that stuff. It's just been a nightmare with that aspect. Because typically if we're at markets, we don't even have time to really try them on really because they're already sold. Mm -hmm. um, so now obviously not having markets, like we need to obviously constantly be trying them on and whatnot. And it's just a little hard with it always being in my house. <laughs> I hear so. you. Like I have everything also in my house. Like boyfriend absolutely wants to kill me half the time, but... <laughs> I get it. Yeah. My house is kind of taken over by our boutique. So yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's like when it's time to ship out the monthly boxes, you know, with COVID things have been coming in at different times and like, I have no idea yep. when to expect it. Even our flame box, like we're still waiting on like four boxes to get here with stuff to put in it. So I have these boxes just sitting around forever, just waiting to, to put them together. And then when the time comes, I have to like move the couches, break out yep. all of the boxes, like create like a little assembly line. He helps you know, me put them all together. And then I just got a label machine. It has been a lifesaver. I cannot even tell you. So you guys just started a new venture called Girl Support Girls, which I love, by the way. I'm all about it. It's super awesome. Yeah. So tell us more about it and what motivated you to start it on top of everything you're already doing. Yeah. So when we kind of started that, we kind of felt like just kind of in the area that we're in that a lot of the other small businesses are kind of clicky and very competitive and 
we definitely could pick up on that vibe. And I don't know if it's because there's two of us and whatnot, um, but we just kind of felt like there's a lack of like community and support. And we are definitely the type of people where we are very like, if you need help, we're going to help you. Cause obviously we all have a small business. We all know the struggles and why can't we just help each other out and make life a little bit more easier on each other. Uh, so then we kind of went um, this past January to kind of like a business seminar type thing. And there's these two gals there that really like inspired us a lot and encouraged us. And they both have completely separate businesses, but they share a warehouse together. And you can really just tell like that Detroit area that all the girls there really do support each other a lot, a lot, a lot other and just being supportive, sharing about each other and stuff like that. Um, and that's what we want to create back in our little area, you know, in Grand Rapids area is showing that, Hey, we all can do it. We all can win. There's room for the table for everybody. So that's kind of what it is. It's more of less of not about us, but about other people, community sharing about other small businesses. We have female features that we do on there, more inspiring quotes. We actually have online courses that we just launched to help other small businesses grow, whether you're just starting out or you already have a business. We're going to be kind of doing virtual events here starting in January. And then what was the other thing? Oh, and we are having kind of like a small business academy that we're going to be launching. I don't even know. Later on this year, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> don't, stick, don't stick to a timeline. Honestly, if I've learned yeah. anything with Sheet Factor, like I've been obsessive about the fact of like, okay, I'm going to come out with this at this point. Like we're going to launch this at this point. Like it has to happen. And then it doesn't because you get caught up in the moment. And especially as moms, I'm sure you understand that like things happen, life happens, COVID happens. Um, <laughs> if I could go back, I would give myself grace and say, you know what? It doesn't matter when it happens. It'll happen eventually. And when it's ready, it's ready. And I'm sure you guys have definitely learned that in the, in the scheme of the fashion world too. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. Sure. I've definitely seen, I think, especially in starting a business for women, just how catty and competitive people can be. And it's, it's yeah. really disheartening, honestly, to see women beat each other up about it because there's so much room. Like, I don't think we realize how much space there is for all of us to grow. I mean, even in fashion, look at all of the fashion companies that exist and all the boutiques that exist, but there's still so much room for more and there doesn't have to be competition. So I love that you guys are doing this and growing a community because it is so important that we have each other to lean on and that we give each other grace and support and resources to continue to lift each other up and grow. I mean, I think there's a stat that it's like only 4% of the CEOs in the world are women. Like there's so much room. Yeah, yeah, seriously, there really is. Yeah. And I mean, just other women encourage us and inspire us, I guess. It just gives us more fuel to make it happen for ourselves. And that's kind of what we want to do is we want to show those moms that maybe are like, you know, feel trapped in their homes with their kids and stuff like that. Feel like, hey, you know what? You can start that side hobby. You can do it and stuff and be kind of that encourager, I guess, for them. That's yeah. awesome. Working as sisters... What's the hardest part about working together and what's the best part about working together? And each of you can answer. For me, the best part about it is just because we have sometimes two different ideas, I guess, or I think that we just balance each other out really well. 
Like I really like kind of how she mentioned earlier, like when one's having a really, really bad, like hard time and being like, Oh my gosh, like, I feel like we're kind of behind about certain things. The other one's like, no, we got this. Like we're going to do this. We're going to make this happen. We're going to make this work. And like kind of almost motivate the other one. So you always have like that person that's kind of like lean on and get you through and like walk through life with, because it can be challenging. And there definitely are times that each of us is like, you know what? We want to throw in the towel because it is hard. It's very hard being a business owner. And especially during this time, like nothing has gone according to plan. Like all of our markets pretty much have been canceled at this point. So pretty much everything that we thought we were going to make this year, we both don't have other jobs. So like, I mean, I did have another job, but I lost it earlier this year. So no, I was going to ask us, you guys if you were doing anything on the side or if this was like 100% it. Yeah. At this point, yes, yeah, so this is it. Yeah. So it's like, at this point, it's kind of like, we have to make it happen and we will make it happen. That's just a little bit of our personalities too. It's yeah. like, everything's kind of a competition almost with ourselves, not with others, but within ourselves. Yeah. Cause we don't like to doubt <laughs> ourselves. Um, but yeah, I think, I don't know, I guess like the hardest part, I guess would be just like our different timelines. Cause we do have different timelines. It's just like I said earlier too, like she's more the dreamer and I'm more the break person. Cause I'm like, okay, financially, I don't think, cause I'm more the financial person out of the two of us. So I'm like, okay, I don't think that we can like quite afford that yet. Or I don't want to completely invest in that yet because we don't have completely the income for it. I think that would be like the hardest part, but I wouldn't say really argue about it or get like super upset about it because I mean, she knows eventually we're going to do it. It's just more the time part of it that we're always waiting for. Yeah. Um, I guess for me, I say the best part would just be really watching you know, Brianna grow through this whole business too. I remember when we first started out and I was pretty much just doing the jewelry part you know, she was kind of on the fence about the whole thing. And I, I saw it all envisioned. And I knew where it was going to go and how we're going to make it go. And her, she was a little bit more hesitant towards that. So I would say watching the growth and trying to make it happen, I guess, is the good and the bad part of, I think, working together. Because like she said, I am the dreamer and I can see, you know, the potential that we both have and just seeing her grow itself with our business and just like how confident she is with you know, when we're at markets, 100%, I give the floor to her because she's like so great with people and I love it. And especially when we have our warehouse opening it up one day a week, she's going to be great at that. And I'm going to be in the back doing who knows what, doing behind the scenes work and stuff. And I think that's really good about us is that we know each other's strengths for sure. And like she was saying, we are supportive. So I would say that's definitely the good part. And then the bad part, like she was saying, I definitely agree. That's very obvious, the parts that we struggle with and that would cause tension at times or whatever, but for the most part, we do get along. So that's great. And I think having a shared vision is super important too. I mean, even like with my mom, there's such a shared vision. We are on the same page, but there's definitely been points where we've been in different places and different priorities. And that's been a real struggle is how do we get to the point where we're aligned and yeah, it would be awesome to just be able to do this all by yourself and have one vision and like no one telling you what to do, but that's not the reality and getting to do it together is the beauty in it. But I know I told you guys before we hopped on about my cousin and now we're six months apart and we're like sisters and she works for She Factor. And that's my favorite part is knowing the strengths in each other. And that's why I brought her on because design and creative is not my strength whatsoever. And I was like, I need someone who sees what I see but who can make it a reality. And she's the type of person that can do that. And I'm more of like, okay, this is what I'm seeing. Like, it doesn't make sense. It's not English, but can you make it happen? And she somehow makes it happen. But I think that's something that we can all learn from is just seeing the strengths in each other and knowing 
how to build each other up and not focus on our weaknesses, but focus on our strengths and let people do the things that you're not good at, because especially in starting a business, there's going to be things you're not good at. That's natural, yeah, you know? Yeah. And that was the hard part is, you know, sometimes we'll talk about just comparison in general. Sometimes, you know, she'll think, oh, I wish I could do this like you. And I think, oh, I wish I could be like this like you. You know what I mean? So I think definitely like not focusing on that and really just like say, hey, I know you're good at that. I'm not even going to try to do that type of thing. You know, she still goes spreadsheets and numbers and keep you track of that stuff. Honestly, if it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't even do this stuff to keep track. I know it sounds bad, but I probably wouldn't. She is always on top of that. And it's so helpful. It really is. And it just makes everything that I don't do, she picks up and vice versa. There's a lot of things that she's good at that I don't even want to touch because I'm like, yeah, well, technology not me, like at all. Not good at technology. Never tech savvy either. And, but you're more I'm willing to like learn it and it comes, I feel like a little bit easier. So yeah, I mean, we've had obviously like when COVID first happened and obviously it was like kind of emotional for both of us. Man, what are we going to do? I mean, with me losing my job, it was very difficult because I was just like, shoot, everything that I kind of planned on is now shifted completely. And I know what I'm good in. So I'm going to focus on this. And I think that that really has helped us. Like now that we've kind of got that patch, yeah. like to know that, like not think that just because like the other person might be better at that, that you're failing your business. You know what I mean? Right. Because I feel like that's kind of like, like how I kind of looked at it for a while. I was just like, well, I feel like you're doing like this much a percentage of the work and I feel like I'm not doing it. So therefore it's not as important. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now we kind of got past that, that now we're like, okay, like I can see it's definitely, I would say definitely 50-50 at this point. That kind of leads me into my next question. What is the biggest thing that you guys have learned in this process of starting both businesses, either about yourself or about each other, or just in general about life and starting a business and being an entrepreneur? I would say about business. I definitely think we went into it thinking it was going to be a lot easier than what it is. Don't we sure. all? <laughs> I would say that that has been... Wow, that's been eye-opening. You definitely like, you know, you, we kept hearing like, oh, everything's going online because you have Amazon just kicking butt. We get a boutique and it's online and everybody wants to still try and close. And you're like, well, okay. So online is not only the way to go. But then about ourselves, obviously with having kids, like we learned about ourselves that like a brick and mortar just really isn't a reality for us at this moment. And then with COVID and everything like that um, financially. So just definitely like being creative and thinking outside of the box and doing whatever avenue we have to do to be successful at this point has been, you know, and having balance with it all. And yeah. like you said earlier, having grace. If you can't get something done in time on this timeline that you want, be like, hey, okay, you can try it, you know, again next month or whatever. Or even if you try something and it doesn't work, um, try to rebrand it, remarket it, whatever. Try to relaunch it, I guess, um, and see if that will work. And just try to balance with being a mom, being sisters and keep, it, so we're not always talking about business, you know, actually having sister relationship and then with family, having markets and now shifting gears, mainly just online. It's been a huge balance shift, I guess. So I think that'd probably be the biggest learning curve, which is having, getting married, having young kids, having a business and stuff like that is just trying to find the balance of it all. It's yeah. hard to have that relationship, especially like, I know I struggle with this with my mom and with my cousin of, okay, we have to stop talking about work. And we need to work on our own yeah. relationship too. Like this year we went to Mexico, my mom, my stepdad, my boyfriend and I, Jason and Tony literally have to be like, stop talking business, stop talking about Chief Factor. Like we're here too. We don't want to hear about it. And it becomes a point of contention because it is, it's something that you're passionate about. You love doing, you want to talk about it, but finding that balance of stepping back and be like, oh yeah, we're also family. We have to work on that side of things also. 
Yeah, it's challenging at times. You know, if you ask somebody else about work and you're like, well, this is what I do for mm-hmm. work and they talk about it, blah, 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 you know? So I feel like that's hard because it's like we are in business together. So, I mean, it's a huge part of our life yeah. and it, it consumes a decent amount of our life, you know? And obviously we're always working with the kids, so we are always getting distracted. So it never seems like we really get time to just talk about something. So then it kind of just like eats all the time that we would use to just talk about just our sisterhood relationship and also being moms and stuff. What advice do you guys have for women out there who are chasing their dreams, whether it be starting their own boutique, creating a business, just following their passion, maybe working on a passion project with you know a family member, best friend, what advice do each of you have? I would say mine is to be consistent and don't give up. When I first started, I didn't really have much encouragement and support. And I just was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I don't care. Like, I'm just going to keep doing it. I'm going to stay focused and I'm just going to make it happen. And I'm, yeah, I'm very competitive in my own way. I'm not very competitive with other people. I would just say to just be consistent, even in the low moments, like still be consistent because your hard work will definitely pay off. Yeah. I would say for anybody, just go for it. Just do it. Honestly, if you're, if you have a passion, honestly, just do it. Because at that point, then the only one holding yourself back is you. There's never going to be a right time. I mean, we probably did it in the most chaotic part of our life and we're making it work. So not for everybody and everybody has their own journey. But if you're honestly considering it, just just go for it. So I know you guys are creating your own resources through Girls Support Girls, but what other resources have you turned to to help you grow as a business or learn what to do? Just navigate the space. Almost most of it would be just we're just trying to research and learn from ourselves. Um, it wasn't until pretty much like January, February that we actually joined a small business mentor group that just recently closed a month or two ago. But within that group, what we learned and took away from it the most is just being within a group of people that are like minded only just encourages you to pursue your dream even more and seeing like, hey, this happened for this person. I can make it happen for myself. And that's why we decided to create that as well. I would say like learning from ourselves and then, yeah, our mentorship group, I think they inspired us a lot. Like it definitely helped us with our confidence and just being like, okay, like that's working for them. That's awesome. And then we shifted it and whatever was working for us, like that gave us the confidence to keep going with what was working for us. So I think that, and then just when you're in a group of people that are obviously having their own small business, you can definitely see that they're passionate about something. They're seeing the goal. They're having the same struggles as you. And so if a lot of them were moms and stuff like that in the group. Um, so that's why we wanted to create our own environment for that because there's so many small businesses out there or both of us really just want to help other people win too. Yeah. Love that. I'm just so drawn to you guys and everything you're doing because the support that you're offering and even just the collaboration and how easy it's been to work with you guys and how willing you are to work with us. Like, we want to help you grow your business and vice versa. And it's amazing to see. And when you find that support, especially in a community that you've never met in person, you've never had that in-person relationship, when you can cultivate that, it's such a great feeling. So thank you for everything that you've done for She Factor. And I'm super excited for everyone to get the next goodies and for being a part of the boxes. And it's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, honestly. I mean, we feel just as honored to be able to work with you guys too. Love your guys' business as well and everything. And I think it's awesome that you guys have like a mother and daughter and cousin duo. Because I mean, it is challenging at times. Like you hear about a lot of businesses with family and how they always fail. So it's always encouraging to see other family businesses that are like amazing and they're working together. It's a huge encouragement for us. So we feel honored. Yeah, it was definitely not easy to start with. Like making the jump to being like, am I going to work full time with my mom? Like that's a lot. I mean, I, I will say 
I think it would be different if we were in the same state. I think having us have a little bit of distance between us is nice. I think it's probably a little bit different for you guys being sisters, but for my mom and I, for me, I was like that extra added pressure that I'm her daughter and I have to make this all work, you know? <laughs> you know, we don't have that mother-daughter type hierarchy of- type deal. <laughs> That's yeah. a weird word to use, but I mean, she yeah. definitely in her first business, she hired all the family, like my aunts, my uncles, my grandpa did sales. My stepdad did sales. I was the office assistant. She hired three or four of her best friends. And a lot of it honestly went up in flames. She did learn the hard way that working with family is, is not always easy and you burn a lot of bridges and it takes a long time to get back from that. But I think the bottom line is if you see each other's strengths, you support each other, you're open and honest about everything. And the I think the biggest word that will be the most destructive is expectations. Like if you can stop expecting things of people and relying on them so heavily that you forget about grace, then that's when things don't go right. So I think you guys are doing it the right way for sure. So where can people find you, engage with you, one, buy your clothes and your accessories and your amazing brand, but also, you know, engage with Girls Support Girls as well. So with our boutique, you can find us obviously on our website at www.theboxboutique.com. And boutique is B-O-W-T-I-Q-U-E. So it's a little bit different spelling. Why did you guys decide to do boutique instead of boutique? Just because I thought it was more cutesy to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> As you're wearing a bow in your hair, I love it. Boutique, box boutique. We both have B's with our initials. Oh, I didn't so. even think about that. That's super cute. Yeah, there's a lot of things going with it and we have more envisions with that whole thing. So yeah. And then Girls Support Girls, we're on Instagram. We just launched our website yesterday. I love it. It looks so good. Can I buy everything on here? Like I want it all. <laughs> no, I, it's such a different theme and it's just so more girly and um, yeah, two different vibes going on there, but I really like them both, obviously. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> we created them, but yeah, it's just fun. Well, thanks ladies. I so appreciate you being on and making the time for it. And I think it's such a fun way to integrate fashion. Obviously, that's our topic this month and having a brand that we've been working with and not getting to make this connection yet. It's been really fun. I feel really honored. So thank you. Looking for more than a weekly dose of She Factor? Find us on social media at The She Factor or head to our website, thesheefactor.com to keep up to date with all the trends on our blog and daily She email. Still want more? Subscribe on our app for access to live events near you, special offers from our brand partners, and lots of exciting tools to help you launch your life. Thanks for listening and see you next week.